listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Welcome to episode 13, where we'll be discussing chapter 17 of City of Bones, The Midnight Flower. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> so aside from binging Tiger King, what have you guys been doing with your quarantine time? <laughs> I've been making masks. Oh, nice. Yeah. I need to get a, a new pedal for my sewing machine. Okay. So I can make some. Good luck. The fabric store was cray. I have no talent, so. Yeah. I commissioned masks from Amanda. I'm getting better, nice. and I'm sorry. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you got the first ones? Did you get the whole family masks? I've, um, I have, like five or six done now after giving some to Robin. Um, nice. And I'm going to send some probably to my brother and stuff too. So right on. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. I think I have just enough fabric. They were out of almost everything when I ordered online. And so mm-hmm. I didn't get much of the interfacing stuff to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, put in between. So I'm a little limited, but enough to make some for us. So that's good. Right. That's yeah. good. I mean, you can make them out of cotton and just, you know, it's better than nothing, yeah. but anyway. That's good. It must be nice to feel like you can take back a little bit of control and kind of do something. Yeah, I was at the store yesterday or the day before, and I wore the mask. And I, when I was going in, I felt really stupid. And I got in there, and almost everyone was wearing yeah. them. So I was, I was grateful. Yeah. So, Robin, have you started Tiger King like I've been bugging you to? I finished it. Okay, good. Yes. Oh, finally. Yeah, I finished it last night at like 3.30 in the morning. Okay, great. And and Amanda, you finished it? Oh, like a week and a half ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think the day I promised you I'd watch it, we finished it. I'm pretty okay. sure we just binged. <laughs> I made them promise for my birthday as my birthday present to me for them to watch Tiger King so they could talk to me about it. <laughs> so good. Because my husband made me watch it and I was like, I'm not interested in this, whatever. And so he just put it on and literally 10 minutes into the first episode, I was like, what is this madness? And I can't stop. And we watched it all in one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got to the second episode and Andy was like, all right, Kristen wins. <laughs> I'm hooked. <This> crazy. <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskin. It's the best. <laughs> I think the best thing are the memes that came from it. Yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You've got to, Robin, you have to post that picture of what Amanda's husband did on our oh. Instagram. Oh, of my dirty door. But yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> we had more people voting all day today. It was great. Oh, my, Did everybody vote yes? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. We've had like five <laughs> packages now and they're all yes. Yeah. There are a few things I am certain of in certain of in this world. One of them is that Carol Baskins definitely killed her husband. There's no question. Baskin or Baskins? I think it's just N, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Enough with the chit chat. Why don't we kick things off with Robin's recap. That's me. Previously on Downworld or Dish. I guess you could say everyone at the Institute is pretty TO'd right now. 
Hodge is on rampage mode and is disgusted with Jace for lying and breaking about 50 school rules. Oh, my. The boys are sent to the infirmary to have their wounds tended. Alec, the king of salt, confronts Clary and tells her it's time to GTFO. She spills Alec's secret and he slams her against the wall. Damn, Daniel. Clary heads to her bedroom with her sketch pad. Simon comes in and the pair spend the day in the bed chatting it up. After Simon falls asleep, Jace comes knocking and they head out for a picnic dinner in the greenhouse. Oi, I like it. Mm, it's a great place to start. <sighs> Young love is in the air. All right. We're not soliciting that with a response. <laughs> really? We're both like, mm. rude. Mm. Both of you rude. All right. Jace leads Clary into the greenhouse, pulling a complete 180 from his normal smartassery and showing he can actually be genuine for once in his goddamn life. It's like a dream inside the greenhouse. Flowers are blooming, their perfume hanging in the air, and the twinkling lights of the sitter... Sitter? <laughs> the, twinkling... the city. <laughs> the twinkling lights of the city are filtering in through the glass. Our boys got game! Damn! I, feel... I can just, like, imagine what that looks like. Dude. Uh, Tell yeah. me you wouldn't be, like all about it i feel like i'm surprised it's the first time they've been up there oh like the first time he's shown well they've been in like literal crisis mode like since the get-go like she's either been in a coma or (laughs) severely wounded i thought they went into the greenhouse the first time they went looking for hodge i think that was during the day though oh i gotcha seems like a different scene at night it's like a magical tent what? Tent. I don't know. I'm <laughs> delirious. Fuck. Okay. All right. So sitting amongst the flowers, Jason loads the picnic of cheese sandwiches, apples, and chocolate that he's packed for them. Now, we need to talk about this. Is it grilled cheese or is no. it just like cold cheese between bread? It's cold cheese between bread. It's mayonnaise and then cheese <gasps> and then meat. No, meat. Agreed. Bread. No, Sorry. meat. And it's probably American cheese slices. It's government cheese. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't believe it. I can't. It's He's not going to take the time to grill a sandwich. I feel like you would specifically say grilled cheese. Agreed. You, you have to. It's just cheese. And it's like. Okay. Hold on. But he's not American. So do they call it something different in Europe? Was he the one describing it? I guess not. <laughs> I just, I can't. Get over it. I it's cannot cheese. handle that this is a cold cheese sandwich. And Jace would never do something as atrocious as put mayonnaise on it. Mayonnaise yeah. goes on sandwiches. No. It'd be Miracle Whip. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Jason only eats Miracle Whip and it's disgusting. I and like Miracle gross. Whip. But my mom always got the one, like the cheap one, that just said salad dressing. Oh, yeah. 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 The one from, like, the canned food store? Yeah. Cub Foods. Or Food for Less. Which is now food Winco, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm grabbing a pen so I can write this down because this is going to be one of our ask the audience questions. Is it a grilled cheese sandwich or is it a cold cheese sandwich? 
give them no other options. <laughs> you must choose. <laughs> With or without mayonnaise. Okay, that's oh. a good point. No, don't do that. It, it, it has, has mayonnaise. mayonnaise. It does. Mm-hmm. It's just not. <laughs> it would just, that wouldn't be a sandwich. It would be a piece of bread and a piece of cheese. That's not a sandwich. You need mayonnaise to make it a sandwich. Or mustard. You need a okay. condiment. Mm-hmm. Mustard is or fine. another. Or it could be a grilled cheese and then you don't need any condiments. Use butter. It's melted. You use butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Don't. <laughs> Robin's flipping me off on the Zoom. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll ask. We'll ask our audience and they'll agree with me. They won't. They won't. Sorry. (laughs) This is basically a popularity contest on who you like more. Oh, ding, ding, (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) Just saying. But there's, it's Amanda and I versus you. So we have double the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So mean. No, you're just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You're dumb. (laughs) That's weird. You hurt my feelings. Right, we don't. No. I don't have feelings to hurt. <laughs> this is great. All right. So getting back to our couple. Mm. Mm. Our couple of crazy kids. Sorry. Cats. <laughs> crazy cat. Yeah. Our couple of crazy kittens. Using a knife that he found in his tactical vest. <laughs> Jeez. It's cats. cargo shorts. Yeah. That had zipped off because they were pants. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, I'm having, like, flashbacks. We've been it's, through this. Yep. That's what they are. Move no on. Bueno. No bueno. So he cuts up an apple, modestly telling her that it's not a birthday cake, but it's better than nothing. And I'm like, bro. You brought her to a secret garden and packed a picnic. I think you're good. Take note, people. It doesn't take much to go from asshat to swoonworthy. Just saying. Hmm. What do you mean? Mm. If you were 16 and some guy took the time to pack you anything, anything, and take you to a pretty place to celebrate your birthday when no one else is going to be celebrating your birthday. Don't tell me you wouldn't be panting like a dog in heat. Amanda's rubbing her chin. <laughs> She's thinking about the possibilities. Hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. So I have a question for you guys. Do you think that Jace has killed a demon with this knife that he's using to cut the apple? Like, how do you make sure it's clean enough to use on food after demon slaying? I don't think so. I'm imagining it more like a Swiss army knife, Leatherman sort of utility tool, not like a dagger. Yeah. I feel like he has plenty of weapons. He doesn't need to use an apple cutting knife. It's a steak knife. (laughs) It's serrated. steak knife. I feel like it has like a wine cork opener on the side of it. That's what I'm talking about. Like a utility sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know why I said tactical. Op- a spoon. You know, like a Swift <laughs> army knife. I said Swift. Okay. So by the way, the cheese sandwich was warm. Yeah. Because it had been sitting in his bed. Because yeah. he was trying to Otherwise, like, muster up the courage to go knock on our door. 
Yep. He was like fondling it in his hand. It got and it was probably in a bag that didn't have the sealable thing on it. It's in the bag you have to fold over. Uh-huh. <laughs> the one where the eighth the came in then. That was me. I there bet it go. wasn't even in a bag. It was wrapped in a um, paper towel. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to Robin's uh, Swiss Army knife point, Jace produced a bone-handled knife that looked capable of disemboweling a grizzly. Okay. So maybe not. Right. <laughs> I still don't think so. But I don't know why would he have that if that's not what it was for. That exactly. Cuz and he's a boy. He's not going to think about cleanliness. <laughs> okay, so when Cleary was attacked back in the day, they she <laughs> 3 days ago. Yeah. She had gotten poison in her veins because of the from the demon. So I imagine if he killed a demon with it, you'd be like super careful and you would have to sterilize it, right? Because you could potentially have poison on it. I mean, at what point, what's sterilized? Does it need to be sterilized or does it just need to be rinsed off? <laughs> it's like wiped on the pants. Right. <laughs> There's like in the grooves. What? So nasty. It's great. It's great. All right. So note to self, don't trust a 16-year-old demon killer's knife to be used in food. So they get to chatting while they're munching on their piss-poor picnic. They discuss birthdays, and Jace gives her another glimpse into his past, sharing the story of his fifth birthday when his father let him take a bath in spaghetti. (laughs) Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. This is the same dude that murdered Jace's pet falcon. 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 (laughs) The same dude who murdered Jace's pet falcon, but one day of the year he lets Jace have whatever he wants. Can you say unstable? Yeah, it's weird. And then they have servants? I don't... Like, he just throws it out there casually. I feel like it was never brought up again either. It's not, but that must have been, uh, remember a couple, lots of episodes back, we were talking about how, like, Jace watched his dad die. And, and what just, did he do? Yeah, yeah. what happened? Yeah. Well, obviously now we know because he had servants, so they had to have done something and got mm-hmm. him sent Gotten him to, to the safety. Woods. Yeah. Okay, so I don't feel like somebody that sounds as unstable and crazy as Jace's father who's killing falcons and being an all-around douchebag would trust people enough to live in his house and have like servants they live there and I'm I'm assuming they work there and live there Mm -hmm. or even worse if they're commuting from one place to another it seems like that's just more well you you had brought it up before I think that we had discussed it um that it seems weird that there are servants like, that's even a thing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Who is that disenfranchised in Idris? Right. That mm-hmm. they're a servant. And the only other thing I'm thinking is, like, maybe a downwarder, just because of um, they're looked down on. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, um, I don't think that they can live there, can they? Not that we know in this book. 
Right. Not that we know at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because hmm. he's in the countryside. So he's in Idris, but not in Alicante. So he's right. not within the wards. Uh-huh. Well, not within the city wards. I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Jace's dad is an enigma at this point. We don't really understand him. We've only gotten little bits and pieces. He's well, abusive and he lets him <laughs> bathe in spaghetti. And obviously it's true because the author wrote it and that's what it is. It's just crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thrilled with this new information, Clary presses for more insight into into Jace's childhood. Unfortunately, his explanation makes it clear he didn't have much of a childhood at all. In fact, or in face, as I wrote, <laughs> Alec was his first friend. Ouch. Uh, felt that one, Clary. Because Clary just made a big whoopsies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Use a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And he explains that, like, Alec was the first child he met and, like, got to know. Because he had never been around other children. So it's, like, even worse. Like, it's worse than just a first friend. It's, like, his first interaction with another person that can relate to him. So sad. That is sad. Imagine it's sad that it on seems... the playground. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Imagine playing on the playground as a kid. Right. Like he just doesn't have that. Well, well that he didn't and have it a seems... playground. <laughs> right. It was the grass. He was homeschooled. <laughs> so Jace, always quick to defend his father's deplorable, ha- always quick to defend his father's deplorable behavior, justifies his lack of companionship with the fact that his father gave him the best education and training he could and showed Jace the world. Okay. So he traveled the world. What? Yeah. What was he doing? I guess shadow hunter business. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and then it makes you think, okay, so like if his dad's a shadow hunter and he's going on like, Missions? Yeah. Missions. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so his father's Tom Cruise. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. Totally makes sense. Um, if he's going on missions, like, wouldn't he leave his kid with the servants? Or is he, like, just going to take him with him? I don't know. It's a very yeah. weird, like, and then he's not, he hasn't come in, across any children in his travels. It, yeah. mm-hmm. So it's like, do they travel under the cloak of darkness? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Well, obviously, he is purposely depriving him of that aspect of childhood or whatever. He's very, oh, yeah. he's very much abusing him. And Jace is so brainwashed. Groomed. He's being yeah. groomed in, in this manner, definitely. I'm just mean that he can't even see it now. Like now that you've had some sort of a, not that being a shadow hunter, even living with the Lightwoods, it sounds like is actually any normal that it would be if he was able to grow up in Alicante. Right. But um, he still, he can't see it. That's very sad. He did a good job. His dad did what he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do. I think you're right. It's very much a, like he indoctrinated him 
into this like way of thinking and like very much groomed him into the likeness that he wanted him to be and like Stockholm syndrome. He can't see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and he, he, you know, Jace is the best in his age. So he did a good job, I guess. <laughs> He's the best shadow hunter of his age. Yeah. He's the brightest. <laughs> so Clary can't relate. Her mom didn't even let her go on the class trip to D.C. I think she just didn't want me to get too far away from her. My mom, I mean. After my dad died, she changed a lot. Luke's voice echoed in her mind. You've never been the same since it happened, but Clary isn't Jonathan. Jace cocked an eyebrow at her. Do you remember your father? She shook her head. No, he died before I was born. You're lucky, he said. That way you don't miss him. From anyone else, it would have been an appalling thing to say, but there was no bitterness in his voice for a change, only an ache of loneliness for his own father. Does it go away, she asked? Missing him, I mean? He looked at her obliquely, but didn't answer. Are you thinking of your mother? No, she wouldn't think of her mother that way. Of Luke, actually. So, just from that exchange, like, we can really see how much Luke means to Clary and how hard his betrayal has hit her. It was like, I don't know. It was one of those things that just stood out to me. Well, it's like she's she's burying it already. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I don't know what I would do. Right. But it, out of everything that's happened to her, that's what she's hung up on. It's well, just like, an interesting uh, thing to like, that's the thing that keeps coming back is Luke. And she's like, well, but he doesn't love me. Like it's, it's that impactful <clears throat> emotionally on her. Well, her mom's missing. There's nothing. It's not like she left her. Right. Luke has literally been like, no, you're gone. Yeah. Well, and I'm it's, sure like she's saying she doesn't want to think about her mom being gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, now, even if. She finds Jocelyn and she's able to get her and how's re- it say retrieve her, save her. <laughs> Everything's hunky dory again. Her relationship with Luke will never be the same. It can't be after this. Right. So to her, that is a change. It's done. It's over with. She can't go back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of she's trying to come to terms with that. And obviously Luke means a lot to her. He's been there. Right. That's sad. Yeah. Crazy. All right, so Jace starts to say something about Luke's behavior being off, but the clock strikes midnight and he's distracted. (laughs) So helping Clary to her feet, he directs her attention to a seemingly ordinary shrub. To her surprise, after a moment, the buds on the shrub start to bloom as if time had sped up, like one of those like fast forward time lapse things. Those are my favorite videos to watch. I know, (laughs) and you get stuck and you can't stop watching. No matter... pressure washing a back deck show me more exactly it doesn't matter what it is it's just obsessive i don't know like it fucks with your brain or something so good (laughs) fucks with it so good it is (laughs) so jace tells her the flowers only bloom at midnight and wishes her a happy birthday could you not be such a fucking snack, Jace Wayland? How dare you make me forget about your previous douchebaggery? I've Dude. never heard that before, a snack. Oh. What? Yeah. How, how have you never heard that? 
don't know. You obviously don't listen to Lizzo. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> You're not that bitch. I mean, I am a bitch, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, isn't that Missy Elliott? What? Who's that bitch? Oh. oh. Okay, I got you. Okay. okay, okay. I was about to lose my shit on you. <laughs> my early 2000s is showing. I will accept Great. that answer. Uh, okay. <clears throat> because Jace is showing up in a big way tonight, he's not done with the surprises. Pulling something out of his pocket, he presses it into Clary's hand, a witch light. All shadow hunters have a witchlight runestone. It will bring you light, said Jace, even among the darkest shadows of this world and others. Yes. Very Dumbledore. Yes. And we did do some research and found that that second part had been removed from later editions and, yeah, changed up. Zoinkies. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will bring you light. I have a question Tell about me. the look of this witch light. Okay. Does it look like one of those worry rocks or whatever? What's a worry rock? The little, the little thing that you rub on it. I, I think it's like white. Like a, just okay. like a white stone. I always imagine it like a smooth um, stone. I can't believe Kristen doesn't know what a worry rock is. I do. Okay. Okay. It's a light flat smooth gray stone that emits light giving off a pure white glow when held by shadow hunters Mm -hmm. that's what the wiki says okay yeah that's what i was thinking a river rock like a smooth pebble Uh uh-huh okay so yeah interesting does the whole thing light up or is it like a flashlight i think the whole thing lights up it like glows okay okay it's like to me it's always been i imagine it the size of the palm of your hand Mm -hmm. okay yeah like something yeah how do you get it to work? You hold it. Mm-hmm. You just hold it like tight. You hold it and you be a shadow hunter. Mm-hmm. Got it. Those are, those are requirements. <laughs> there's two there's things no you gotta off. do here. Yeah, yeah, there's no on off button. No, no, <laughs> no. There's not like there's no batteries. It's a torch. <laughs> I, like I seriously don't know how much I can take at this point. I remember where I was the first time I read this scene and this chapter specifically. I was like curled up in bed. It was 3 a.m. I had the covers over my head and I was like trying Squealing. not to squeal. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> but like I still get that every time I read this chapter. I don't know why. It's just like it makes me Do you giddy. get that feeling when you're like embarrassed for characters like you don't even want to read it like oh my god i can't read this secondhand embarrassment is real dude oh my god i'm so awkward i was like oh my god what is she gonna do Mm -hmm. i but i do that when i watch tv too like i can't sometimes i have to like fast forward i can't handle watching someone else be embarrassed oh dude it gives me such bad anxiety (laughs) Like TV shows, someone made a mistake and they're having to fix their mistake or whatever. And I tell Andy, I'm like, I need like a week to watch this. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Mm -hmm. Because they're fixing something. I don't know. (laughs) You're triggered. Gives me anxiety. (laughs) 
All right. So Clary being all of us and that exchange was intense as fuck. Thanks him and makes a crack about it being better than a bath of spaghetti. (laughs) Snarky Jace peeks out and threatens to kill her if she tells anyone about his spaghetti bath. (laughs) So weird. I love it. It's such a weird thing to be like, to like throw out there and then be like self-conscious about. But who's she going to tell? I guess Simon. Yeah. Or Alec. Maybe Alec doesn't know about the spaghetti bath. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe it'll like hurt his street cred. (laughs) Yeah. What's the, yeah. What's the big deal? You were five. Could you imagine like a demon's like, I heard a story about you, Jace Whalen. Yeah. (laughs) To eat the spaghetti bath. It must be it must bathe in spaghetti first. That was Jake. <laughs> We're just gonna have a guest appearance from Jake every episode. To eat, to eat. I can't do it like you can. That was so good. Be oh. Jake for us, please. Jake. To, <laughs> to eat, to eat, to suck the marrow from the bones. I don't even from remember the spaghetti. how I did it. The okay. spaghetti from the tub. <laughs> But it's two Jakes, and they have, it's like the Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> the, the two Jakes. Jake and Jakeina. Well, it's a, it's a classification of demon now. Right. <laughs> it's a Jake. Okay. This, my cat is like, you're having too much fun. Oh, get off my computer. God damn it. Sorry, she was on oh, my keyboard. she's so cute. All right. <clears throat> so their next little excerpt. I didn't want to paraphrase, so and it just says, well, when I was five, I wanted my mother to let me go around, around and around inside the dryer with the clothes, Clary said. The difference is she didn't let me. Probably because going around and around inside a dryer can be fatal, Jace pointed out, whereas pasta is rarely fatal, unless Isabel makes it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love how much they like hate on Isabel's cooking when it's like cooking's not that hard like if she actually followed the directions like she'd be or tasted it right (laughs) I mean if you eat food you know what tastes good together Mm -hmm. I think that they just like having something to jab at her with she seems like she is pretty okay pretty pretty she's beautiful she's athletic she's smart she's compassionate like Mm -hmm. they need something to jab her with Right. And it just happens to be cooking. Like, Jace gets jabbed because he's an a-hole. Right. And Alec is a salty bee. (laughs) He's the best. Yeah. So they need something to get on Isabel with. Right. So Clary mentions how she wanted a tattoo at 12. Samesies. Me too. (laughs) And Jace tells her that it must be in her blood because that's when most shadow hunters get their first marks. As dope as that sounds, uh, Clary is dubious, <laughs> given the fact that she wanted a tattoo of Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on her shoulder to cover up a chicken pox scar. Yes. Why Donatello? Uh, He's why the best. Is... What? Yeah. First of all. Are you being serious right now? <laughs> no. Michelangelo is the best. Everyone I was going to say. No. It's Leonardo. Michelangelo. It's no. Leo. no. Michelangelo. No. Never. Yes. No. Yes. But hold on. What 12-year-old is still into TMNT? My okay. hand is raised. That's fair. Yes, Robin. No, me. I, I'm I'm the kind of idiot that likes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, 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 I mean, saying yes. me. That's fair. 
I That's made great. an Elton John shirt. That's way cooler. Yeah. You know that's sure. cooler than the Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is it? It yeah. is. I like it's to watch it now. grown up. It's great because my kids like it. So then I get to watch it again. <laughs> Cowabunga. I can't. Yeah. My dad, when I was a kid, my dad really liked um, Gargoyles. Oh, yeah. I like that, that show, too. My uncle was telling me that they got to watch it when he was in jail. <laughs> Robin, your white trash is showing. Tuck that back in. <laughs> I can't. It's part of my, it's who I am. Amanda, you should know that Wednesday just tried to paw your face. <laughs> Not in a mean way. She was doing it out of love. She wants to give okay. you love. Now she's she using nails. so on my cute. Computer. Okay, I just want you guys to know, my memory of TMNT was in the first, or kindergarten it was the first day of kindergarten, and my mom and I were standing outside waiting for the bus, and I had watched TMNT before we left, and the bus pulls up, and I vomited. Oh, damn, Daniel. And, yeah, I just was sick, I guess, and it came out as soon as everybody on the bus got there, so everybody watched me vomit, <gasps> no. and then the bus left, and I got to go back home and watch more TMNT. Oh. And the price is right. You have to. Mm-hmm. It's a sick day requirement. Anyway. All right, so when she goes to show, we were just talking about secondhand embarrassment. Mm. And this moment, I I literally have goosebumps right now because just thinking about it, it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> so when Clary goes to show Jace the star-shaped scar on her shoulder that she wanted to cover up with the Donatello tattoo, <laughs> he turns away like, I don't show me. And I'm just like, ouch, I fucking felt that. What the hell? Awkward. So sad. Could you imagine? Like, because she's wearing like a tank top. So it's not like she's like taking off all of her clothes. She's just like this. And he's like, oh, God, you're hideous. <laughs> it's too much. I can't. That's so embarrassing. And. I'm just like, why is Clary so fucking awkward? Because next she asks him if he and Isabel ever dated, a la word vomit. <laughs> like, perfect timing. Right. She tries to cover it up saying, like, she's asking for Simon. <laughs> yeah, sure. Asking My for a friend. friend totally believable. Wants to know. Asking right. for a friend. Exactly. It's like the booth thing at Talkies. Right. She's like tries to backtrack, mm-hmm. but she's like oh, not yeah. socially skilled enough to pull it off. So it just makes it worse. She's me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. This is a Robin moment. Yeah. And, but Robin would call herself out and she was like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and put that back. Like, like narrate her, her <laughs> movements. Yeah. OK, so just to be sure you're not interested because I'm not either. I don't even know why I did that. Do I have a shoulder? No. It's gone. I just go neck to arm. (laughs) That's why I get so embarrassed. Because I feel it. (laughs) So Jace admits that he may have considered dating Isabel in the past, but it would be too weird. Isabel is like a sister to him. So not sure if Clary is trying to change the subject or divert attention from her absolute awkwardness, but she follows this up by saying that Isabel hates her. Like, just like, <laughs> like she makes these like 
she just blurts this shit out and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, she hates me. Right. (laughs) But Jace doesn't agree. Um, Isabel is used to being the only girl and now she's not. And he thinks that she sees Clary as competition, which I don't know how accurate that is. I think it's just Jace not understanding females. I would agree. Yeah, because, I mean, I think Isabel's not, it, it, she doesn't see Clary as competition. She just doesn't trust easily. Like, I don't think she just is going to accept anyone. Like, you've got to prove yourself to her because she's had to prove herself. I don't know. I think she kind of, not an exactly competition, but just competition for attention mm. in general. I feel like she likes to be the center of attention, mm-hmm. which is cool, whatever. It's not my jam, but I know for some people it is. And she's not the bright, shiny toy. Clary's the bright, shiny toy. So it's moved for a moment. Indeed. Yeah. So so Clary goes on to say, but she's so beautiful. So are you, said Jace. Just like that. (laughs) And very... And very different from how she is, and she can't help but notice that. She's always wanted to be small and delicate, you know. She hates being taller than most boys. And this hits me because the grass is always greener, because we're all pretty short. I'm 5'1". Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be taller. Every pair of pants is too long. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I find it interesting that um, that Jace can see that, noticing that... Um, Isabel, sorry, I couldn't think of her darn name. Isabel's a little jealous in that way, just of their size and stuff. It's interesting that he's... Yeah. Well, and it, it's it's nice of him to acknowledge the fact that, like, there's a difference. Like, yes, Isabel is this gorgeous, voluptuous, like, you know, in Clary's eyes, perfect woman. And Jace is like, yeah, but... There's always, you know, no matter who you are, there's always something that you wish was different. And it's it's far beyond his years, I feel like. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So Jace, uh, oh, go ahead. That's okay. I think that um, it takes a while to um, even recognize that fact mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, you can be attracted or one person can be beautiful because you know, A, B, and C, and then the other person can be beautiful because D, E, and F. You don't, it doesn't need to be the same. And it's, I think Clary's too young to know that now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and too self-conscious and too just, I mean, she's me at 16, whatever. Um, And I think the other part is she hasn't been around, like she hasn't like had any like female friends. So, other than her mom, she doesn't really have anyone to learn those things about, like, un- and understand. Like, she hasn't been around enough women and had confidants to understand that, like, everyone's got something, right? Like, you, you, those are things you talk about with your friends about, like, you know, when you're getting ready and you're like, I don't like this about myself or, you know, whatever. And then you start right. to realize it's like by osmosis you learn those things. And she's only ever had Simon. Well, and I feel like we, um, at least the three of us, boost each other up. Uh-huh. Like a lot of times I'm like, God, I'm so fat. And Amanda's like, you're not fat. You're stupid. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
That's exactly right. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Yeah. You yeah. are. But do you know what I mean? You're, you have that confidence in that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. And she just has Simon, who's obviously way not into telling her she looks nice. Because then that would reveal his feelings. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. seem like she has that kind of open relationship with her mom either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh-huh. I mean, everybody's mom tells them they're beautiful, but who actually believes it? And I think her relationship with her mom is limited emotionally because her mom is guarding so much from her. Yes. So it's like it's hard to make those true and genuine connections when there's a whole huge part that you're just like not telling her about. So it can feel like scary and too vulnerable to go there for yeah, because she can't else. even share her own experiences at her age. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think about how much I relate to my daughter um, who's 12. And, like, you know, when she's going through something, I always, like, call it back to something when I was a kid and tell her a story and kind of, like, show her through my experiences how – you know, to kind of navigate a situation or how to not make the same mistakes I did or, or whatever. And if you don't have that, if you can't go back and draw on that, like it makes it very hard to be a good parent. I think. Yeah, I agree. It would be hard to just not, I don't know. You can't really explain why you're giving any advice. Right. It's harder to have a deep, meaningful relationship for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, on top of it, I'm sure Clary's problems are very different from what Jocelyn's problems probably the problems probably were in Alicante or Idris. That's fair. Then you know Clarice has these other kind of problems. They grew up two very different childhoods. Right. She's like Clarice, stop complaining. Do you know what I had to go through? <laughs> I walked uphill both ways in six feet of snow. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Do, do they do they actually get a regular education? I don't remember. I feel like they did botany, but that's all I think I. They have about. like tutor, tutors, and then there's okay the Shadow Hunter Academy if you're lucky enough to go. Oh, okay. So you're selected for that. It's more of like if you have the means and opportunity. I see. Okay, so it's like college. Kind kind of. I mean, it it's like boarding school. Okay. Yeah. I said it that way. It's a joke between Andy and I. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Nobody will Wrong get that from him. And he, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Jace again suggests that they go downstairs. He's like, okay, we're done. You tried to show me your shoulder. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. As they start to head that way, Clary moves to avoid stepping on Jace's knife. Which now we know is huge mungus. I don't know why I forgot that. I'm sorry. I I, feel like such an ass mm -hmm. hat. Nope. I thought the same thing. So (laughs) Uh, they bump into each other as she's trying to move out of the way. And before she can really react, (laughs) she is in his arms and he is kissing her. Because that's the way everyone's first kiss happens, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I just tripped and fell and landed on his lips. Just imagine the wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. Yes. Uh, well, clearly she's super into it. And um, she starts running her fingers through his hair, her hands through his hair. 
I just don't know about that mm-hmm. to me. I don't do that to my husband. Is it just because he has short hair? What do you do with your hands? I don't. She keeps them behind her back. <laughs> Where they're like tied. Clasp. No, one's clasping her wrist. I, I can't. Like, I don't know. What do I do? But I don't run my hands through his hair. Do you make I probably, out? like, maybe. You're never going to be able to kiss your husband without thinking about this again. Are you? But I mean, the thing is, are you making out or is it like a kiss goodbye? Exactly. We don't make out really. I mean on the regular anymore we have three kids and we've been married for 10 years so that's not something we're just doing in the kitchen I don't fall into his arms very often anymore so I'll have to do that and get back to you yeah let us know what you do with your hands yeah okay good deal so you guys oh sorry good deal I said it last episode now it's just in my brain So you guys do. You run your hands. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, technically, I'm still a newlywed, so. That's a good point. Does Jason have long hair? No. Uh, On top, it's, I mean, but I'm still like, I'm all up in there. (laughs) You're. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I'm busy. Like, my (laughs) hands don't matter. Well, now I really want to know what you do with your hands. Okay. <laughs> Shoulders. I feel like I grab his one of his arms and maybe his back or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I got you. I always, okay. I always like, head south for a little butt squeezy. <laughs> I'm sure squeezy. he really appreciates that. Yeah. <laughs> Super into it. Yep. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and then you pat him on the back and say, buddy. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Good some, game. That was some good tonguing. <laughs> what? Did I miss something with my headphones off? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> she said, good job, buddy. That was some good tonguing. Oh, no. It's so terribly gross. That's almost oh. like a thigh sheath. No, thigh sheath is not that big of a deal. It's not. I'm totally buying one this summer. (laughs) Take a picture and send it to Robin. I'll put it on the Instagram. Yep. Obviously, you have to be wearing it. Of course. Don't forget to shave your legs. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be 70 on Thursday, so I think it's time to shave the legs. Winter is officially over. (laughs) It has come and it has went. Oh, my sweet summer child. <laughs> Are you doing that because you watched uh, 90 Day Fiance? It's a Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. Amanda, you've watched Game of Thrones. I have. Yeah. No, it just there was an episode of 90 Day Fiance where this lady had very long leg hair. And the guy awkwardly asks her if she would shave her legs. Stop. You're going to ruin everything for me. I got to see this firsthand. Sorry. I okay. had to finish Tiger King. Okay. And then... um. I watched a couple Gilmore Girls, which every time that you guys are saying Luke, all I can imagine is Luke. <gasps> Me too. Even because he has the flannels and everything. Yeah. Oh, my God. The entire time I've read this series, that's what Luke is in my yeah. head. That is Luke. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to Google him. All right. Back to the story. So as they are awkwardly rubbing each other's hair. <laughs> They're braiding. They... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They notice Hugo is watching them creepily, it sounds like, and realize that Hodge won't be far behind. 
So they start making their way back downstairs and they're holding hands. Is Hugo like his familiar? Like, what's going on here? Well, we don't know yet, but he's a very strange, he has very strange behavior for a bird. Yeah, he's just a bird, but like, would you be worded out if your cat was watching you? I don't, I feel like it's something else with Hugo. Like you've, yeah, like you've never mm-hmm. been weirded out when your dog's okay. watching you. I don't. I mean, I don't think the dog's ever watched. <laughs> okay, so we need to focus. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> okay, so they make their way downstairs holding hands, and they get to Clary's bedroom door and start kissing again. Mm. And Simon opens the door and catches them. And he's super T.O.'d. <laughs> Clary apologizes and Jace <sighs> scolds her for not letting him know uh, she already had another dude in her bed. Simon gets even more pissed, asking Clary if she invited him to her bed. Jace says, ridiculous, isn't it? We wouldn't have all fit. (laughs) He's my favorite. He's not. Even in this moment, moment. he can still come up with it. Yeah. Okay. So this is obviously very funny and (laughs) amazing for us. Horrifying for Clary. Oh, poor thing. But... How can we just take a moment to appreciate Jace's wit? Because he's obviously caught off guard. He's clearly upset about it. He does not like the fact that Simon was in her bedroom. Yeah. But he has the wherewithal to come up with a quick quip. And it just kind of shows you how damaged he is emotionally. Like instead of showing being vulnerable and showing his true emotions he's got to like throw up the wall <laughs> robin's just pointing at herself i was gonna say it also sounds like my husband he's always got a joke in there somewhere yeah. <laughs> but the second he leaves the room <laughs> yeah 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 it's my all right it's my favorite Clary tells Simon that they were just kissing, which clearly hurts Jace's little feelers. Simon goes back into Clary's room, slamming the door. I just feel like he has no right to do that. (laughs) Jace makes fun of Simon a bit, telling Clary to basically go make her special little guy feel better. (laughs) I love it. What was that, Robin? You called it the jealousy. Yes. (laughs) I think he's on that. uh, He's in a little kayak. (laughs) In the jealous sea right now. Yep. They bicker a bit. And before Jace heads to his room, he tells her that kissing, he tells Clary that kissing her wasn't memorable for him either. Uh, just trying to sting her up. Gotta hurt you too. Uh, I don't know. But, like, Simon is being a little bitch. Uh huh. He doesn't have, he doesn't, Clary doesn't owe him anything. And he's acting like, she owes him something it's it's a common thing for guys that have been quote-unquote friend zoned right to like be like i put in the time like you owe me your attention and and to try whatever yeah like if i'm telling you i love you you like you owe me give, give me a shot right and quite frankly simon needs to back the fuck off Mm hmm Faux shizzle. I mean, I don't like how he handles this situation. I know. It's got to be a shock to him. But how much? Like, he knew. Yeah. You know, they were digging each other. 
Yeah, he had to have known that they had feelings for each other, and maybe he was just hoping they wouldn't act on I it. I feel is this Clary's first? This is Clary's first kiss, first boyfriend, first mm-hmm. everything. So you know, it's not like he's so come accustomed to her. Which not that he it's has definitely not boyfriend girlfriend yet. Well, well, maybe Jace is not wrong. He is gonna. He you know it wasn't memorable probably because it was not great. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, he totally did that to her. Of course, of course he yeah. did. He was just what's well, because he's hurt himself. Out. Yeah, which is right. not healthy. Because hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Clary goes to her room to find Simon looking through her sketch pad. He's offended by the sketch of Jace with wings and says he's going home where Mondays belong. Okay, childish again. He goes on to tell her that he hates Jace, and he thought Clary was better than that. <laughs> he, yeah, she tells him that it's not fair, that he's upset, which she is completely right, yep. and that she was never upset when he had any girlfriends. Simon finally breaks down and tells her the painfully obvious truth, that he was always trying to make her jealous, even with Isabel. So she's either clearly, clearless, she's either clueless or acting clueless, which is what I would do. And so he has to explain that he's been in love with her for the last 10 years. Uh, I would totally do that. I'd be like, "What? wait, what? What, what was that? You're in love with me? I had no idea. <laughs> I think Clary really doesn't, though. Just because it seems um, like when um, they were talking earlier, mm-hmm. the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's saying like she's just so self-absorbed all the time you know like she's sketching in her pad and he's mm-hmm. talking to her and she's just completely not listening to him like it's Clary's show 110% all the time which obviously I, is yeah. painful for Simon but you're right he doesn't have any right to act like that or flip out or he doesn't mm-hmm. you know Clary doesn't owe him anything but I do feel bad for him and obviously he's handling the situation poorly but it's because he's a teenager mm-hmm. you know not that that's really a great excuse but you right. know I that just sucks unrequited love <laughs> and I, I think up until this point yeah no she didn't have any clue but like within the past few chapters like mm-hmm. she totally yeah knows. or she mm-hmm. at least had her feelers out is inkling because she also started to look at Simon differently as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was jelly of Isabel. Yeah. I mean, didn't he just kiss her a few hours ago on the cheek? Yeah. Awkwardly, right? Mm-hmm. Like out of character, yeah. sort of. Mm-hmm. So that was him trying to test, to like dip his toe in the water and see. Hey, girl. How do you feel? Sup, dog. Well, and the thing yeah. is, honestly, I don't know if, if Clary was never thrown into this stream of her life i could i could see them eventually she would settle for simon i don't even know if it'd be settling i think it would be you do just i think she wouldn't know any better though mm-hmm. okay uh-huh because because she would have never like you know she never met jace she would have never she wouldn't put herself who out knows there if she would have yeah, who and who knows if she would have felt that way about somebody. Like, when Jace came into the picture, she was blown off her ass about him. Mm-hmm. She was like, wait, what is this? What are these feelings? So, I mean, I think if that had never happened and 
Simon had plucked up the courage at Java Jones and she had given him a shot, I think she would have been perfectly fine with it. But like, yeah. it would have been settling. I got but you. But she wouldn't have realized yeah. it. Yeah, no, I understand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me keep making awkward noises. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so intuitive. You got this, girl. What? You good. The truth hits Clary like a Mack truck. Simon turns to leave before she has a chance to answer. She ponders over if she does or does not love him. As he reaches for the door, he tells her the other advice his mom left about Clary, that she would break his heart. Which is obviously a stab to the heart for her and just very, like, he just jaced her, basically. They're both saying stuff Mm -hmm. specifically to make her feel like garbage. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, What? I don't know. I think that up until this point, yes, Simon is being petty and being mean. But when he says that his mom said that she would break his heart, I don't think that that's necessarily meant to hurt her as much as it's like, I knew, like, I I was warned I should have known. Because it's not necessary. Because she's been a shitty friend. Of course. But I'm just saying, like... Does he he doesn't like, need to say that. Untrue. No, it's not. Exactly. But he doesn't need to like say it to her as she's leaving. Yeah, I think no, his I mom didn't say it in that context, but that's how he's making it sound. Right. Like I think it'd be more of a discussion, you know. Mhm. Kind of those things like, "Oh, you know, you'd think that Clary would say something or show you something, you know, you're going to get your heart broken, you know." either say your feelings or don't but quit pining but more of that kind of conversation or she's not into you the way you're into her and she's gonna break your heart if you yeah 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 she's always busy <laughs> don't you see she doesn't see you that whole thing about her always being like preoccupied like that makes me like not like clary uh-huh, uh-huh. well that's like you it, were sorry like, you were saying yeah, the no. whole Alec and Jace dynamic at tacky, ta- Tacky's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chips. Yeah. How he was just totally ignoring him. Mm-hmm. That's like Alec is Jace's Simon. Mm-hmm. Which, it, I, I mean, and it is obviously it's his choice to be in that sort of relationship with her. Like a friend relationship, yeah. whatever. Um yeah. I also didn't say it before, but I do think it is very crappy of him to be going through her sketch pad. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because like, mm-hmm. he knows. Yeah, he knows. He has mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. I don't Well, he, of course he knows. Like, that's, they've been friends forever, and he knows everything about her, even if she's maybe not as observant of him. Right. Yeah. I think he just got pissed, and he was like, fuck this. I'm going to see what she's doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I want to read her going diary. through her phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because he yeah. went directly in there mm-hmm. and did that. Because she wasn't, she wasn't maybe thirty seconds behind him, maybe a minute, you know. So, mm-hmm. well, maybe yeah. he was. Which feels like a very weird thing to like, just like beeline for. Like, let's hurry up and look through all this and find. Aha! Well, yeah. I'm sure Here, here's. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I'm sure he was like, okay, shockwave. Obviously, she is into Jace. She's kissing jace but maybe there's still a part of him that's kind of holding on to like okay what if he kissed her or what if she wasn't that into it and then he goes to the diary to see her how she really feels like okay so is this maybe he it's an unwanted advance 
maybe blah 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 i'm gonna go see what's in here and he opens it up and he sees chase as an angel (laughs) (laughs) he's just like ah fucked again (laughs) like has anyone ever been friend zoned harder than simon lewis (laughs) for real dude poor baby i know yeah anyway (laughs) clary goes over cradles her sketch pad to her chest and reminisces about all the signs she missed about Simon and she feels guilty I think about not noticing especially since Jace could tell right away and I feel like she's trying to make herself cry by like reminding herself of sad songs Yeah, (laughs) like I'm gonna go stand in the mirror and watch myself cry I'm so pathetic I need to turn on the saddest song I can think of (laughs) oh my god that's not the saddest song I can think of just what happened to me so <clears throat> the day ta- the day prior no our last episode she just had <laughs> got done telling simon that she only ever loved three people in her life her mom luke and him and now they're all gone okay that should make fun of her that is really well she chased simon away sort of sort of if she was up front with him yeah yeah maybe things would have been different right well if she would have paid attention to him maybe she would have seen the Pick signs, the signs sooner. Yeah. At, yeah yeah guilt sinks in as she realizes that in the greenhouse with jace she was very happy and, and carefree not even thinking about simon or her mother which she deserves some happiness she never thinks about simon right what's the big whoop there <laughs> um but she deserves like it's her birth it's her birthday you know she's allowed to have 10 minutes i don't know i mm-hmm. totally have been clary normally clary kind of working mm-hmm. stuff up more in your head but Mm-hmm. being an outsider like you're a fine girl no what i said no oh. <laughs> are you shocked <laughs> she thinks that this is some sort of like divine punishment being brought down on her for the selfishness of being happy with jace while her mother was missing she looks at the picture she drew of jason admires how lifelike it is which is it's a very odd array of emotions going on i'm here. so good dumb and sad but damn girl damn i'm good i'm an artist for days you are good like robin lately has been texting lol with a z lols sorry you're welcome (laughs) she heard one of the cool kids was doing it so she had to copy it i am the cool kid i'm hip when did that happen always (laughs) Leonardo. <sighs> okay. She admires how lifelike it is and how she really captured his essence. His angel wings look so real, she imagines that if she touched them, they would be soft and. Dun, dun, dun. Voila. They are. <laughs> The runes that she, I'm assuming, mindlessly drew in the corners of the picture start shimmering like they were made with a stone. <laughs> it was a terrible noise. She could Sorry. cut your track. I don't even know why it disrupted me. Okay. Like they were made with a stele. Stele. Clary <laughs> starts to feverishly draw a mug on her nightstand. I'm not saying that it's a green cappuccino mug with an angelic power rune on it, but I'm just going to assume the clothes here. It definitely is. When the extremely lifelike drawing is complete, she sets a coffee mug on top of it and starts sketching runes behind it. And then that's it. <laughs> and then that's, that's it. That's all she wrote. 
And that's, folks, how an author gets you to start the next chapter. Finn. <laughs> All dunsies. Tails up. Shaka. Hang loose. Duck tails. Anyway, cliffhanger. If you didn't instantly want to keep reading the next, least first part of the next chapter, you are a psychopath. Right? You can't just put it down after no. that. But you guys are going to have to wait until next week for us to discuss what happens next. Because mm. that's the end of our show. Make sure you read Chapter 18, The Mortal Cup, for our next episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.